Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, hello and welcome, one and all, to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. I will begin this episode with a couple of startling facts. The first fact, half of all Americans have no retirement savings whatsoever. Does this include you? The obvious solution, even if you're in your 20s or 30s, the sooner you get started saving and investing for retirement or a potential emergency, the better. And here is perhaps an even more disturbing fact. According to recent surveys, 76% of all baby boomers, the youngest of you boomers are now age 55, and the oldest are 74, aren't confident that they've saved enough for retirement. And to me, that's incredible. If uh, the 76% includes you, do you plan to continue working throughout your 70s, even your 80s, or perhaps envision spending the last 20 to 30 years of your life existing solely on Social Security, perhaps becoming a financial burden on your own kids? Are these the golden retirement years you look forward to? And even if you have assets or income streams set aside for retirement, perhaps a pension, a 401K, or an IRA, there's no better time than this very day and the days, weeks, and comes to come up to a solid planning for the next phase of life. How soon do you plan to retire? What kind of lifestyle do you envision after you retire? And what will it cost to support your intended uh, lifestyle? How much annual income uh, from anticipated assets um, will they are they expected to generate, and how much do you anticipate from your pension, Social Security, plus a purposeful, gradual drawdown of assets? And the final question: How will you get from here to there in the time remaining before you retire? Uh, uh, how are you going to build that retirement nest egg to the estimate amount you'll need? for a comfortable, worry-free retirement. And early in uh, 2000, it is early in 2020, and if you haven't already, this is an excellent time to start a detailed analysis of retirement finances. And my guest today is an excellent resource to help you launch this effort. He is acclaimed financial and retirement planning coach and author, advisor, Bo Henderson. And here are a few of his qualifications. Bo is a best-selling author of nine books, including the one we'll talk about today, The Rich Life, Ten Investments for True Wealth. As founder and CEO of his own firm, Rich Life Advisors, he has helped over 3,000 clients live the healthy, wealthy, and fulfilled life before and after retirement. He's a public speaker and fellow podcast host. And Bo is a retirement income certified planner, a certified long-term care advisor, a national social security advisor, and a master certified success coach. Pretty impressive. 
and he's been featured in Forbes, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and on Fox, CBS, CW, and CNBC. And hello, Bo. We're honored to welcome you to uh, Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Hey, I'm excited to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. You're talking my language here. (laughs) That's good. Let's get right into it. What are your five tips for successful retirement? Can you briefly highlight them one by one? Sure. Yeah, there's 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 several things I think that need to be addressed and a lot of them, a lot of things we can get into is where I believe our industry or the financial industry has failed the yeah. retiree or the consumer. Yeah. Um but I think the place we start and it might sound obvious but it's crucial is that ask the question, do do I have a retirement strategy? That's uh a so good question. Yeah, it's a great question. I'll I'll speak to groups every month here around Metro Atlanta, well, and, and, and all over the country for that matter, I'll ask the same question. I will ask um, anybody in here have a written retirement strategy that if they have one, do they understand it and two, do they feel confident in it? And out of a, out of a group of, say, 30, 50 people, I'll get three to five people that can answer yes to those questions. Oh, wow. That, they're spending a lot of money for nothing, then, if they're having someone develop a plan that they don't uh, understand and can't follow. <laughs> that, that's that's it. And I think what happens, that what tends to happen is most of us are just busy. You know, we're we're raising families, have a career, and we, we think we have a lot of time. We wake up and we're 60 years old all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's kind of gotten away from us. But the thing with the strategy is really what I find most of the time is most people in this country, the retirement strategy is I've got some stuff I've accumulated over the years, maybe a 401K, maybe a pension, maybe some life insurance, and I'm just going to hope it turns out okay. Yeah, I and, hope I'll have enough to get by. And, and then those that attempt to live on Social Security, <laughs> lots of luck. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Um, so so that's it. It's really just have a strategy this this like I love the I love the title is this could be the best period of your life. Yeah. Uh this could be a long period of your life. Um let's let's spend a little time creating a strategy that makes sense that moves you towards uh peace of mind and security. Okay, I'm doing the best I can do. You know, that's that's one of the big questions I have come up to is whether people come into the office or, or we're teaching a workshop is is what if there's a better way? People I think inherently in their back of the mind might think I might could do a little bit better than what my brother-in-law told me I should do or that person at work said was the right plan because it's so personalized for every person and every couple. Well, that's There's so no true. cookie cutter approach. Talk to this. somebody down the street that uh, invested in XYZ security. <laughs> right, need right. Some money on it. <laughs> and that's and that's and I'll move on from the from the have a strategy, but I think that's the foundation of everything. Yeah. It's it's getting really clear. What are your expenses? What are your incomes? What are your yeah. goals? And, and making sure we're filling those gaps and, and, and know we have a plan. For a lot of people, just having that strategy in place is very it's, – it's a relief once it's in place. Believe it or not, I think some people are afraid to look at their current finances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they think they're just taking care of themselves and they'd rather not know if they have a problem. <laughs> but it'll be a yeah, lot yeah, of worse problem in a few years when they need to retire <laughs> or want to. Right. You're, you're right, and I think that's I think that's right. People don't. It might not be what you want it to be, but you were bringing this up at the beginning of the show. Is the best chance we've got of doing the absolute best we can is start to work on it right now. Yeah, whatever you know. the year age, if you're not working on it. You better get to working on it. 
Well, and so the next piece, so we wanted to talk through some of these. Uh, the next piece is, is having not being too heavy in safe money or money that, that uh, maybe we're needing to draw our income off or, you know, sitting. We don't want all our money in retirement in, in the bank or we'll run out of money. Inflation will catch up to us. Yeah. Or at the same time, we don't want to have too much money or necessarily all our money in the market. So if we have a 30% correction, our plan's blown up. So it's really and you're going to pass up that one and a half percent annual interest rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, right? Yeah. So, so, the, so the key with that is this: this piece is having a growth strategy, and it, it's for it's really for inflation and, and long-term needs. But it's making sure it's in the right allocation. Meaning, we first solve what's our liquidity need, what's the need to secure our income, at least for the first ten years or so of retirement, and then what's left we can position for long-term growth. But most people. Yeah. Just it's just one big bucket that they're hoping works out with all the jobs for retirement. Yeah. Um, the next one let's get to, this is huge, is addressing or at least having conversations about health care and long-term care. Right? If that, if that comes up, do we have a contingency for that? And talking through, do, do we need insurance? Do we, do we have ways to fund our expenses low enough? But talking through that, because that's, that's a huge expense. Just the health care alone uh, above insurance is – Last last statistic I saw was over two hundred sixty four thousand dollars for a couple in retirement. That's not including any kind of a long term care. So do we have a contingency for that? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I just went to the drugstore the other day to uh, get some Eliquis, which I recently was prescribed, and the bill was five hundred twenty eight dollars or something like that. They said, "Well, that takes care of your deductible for for the year." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, and that, so those are those expenses. They add up. Those are the expenses above, uh, before the uh, the deductible pieces that are going to be out of pocket. Yeah. The, uh, the the next piece I'm going to lump together is having an having a state and tax plan for retirement. And, and the the reason I bring that up in the retirement planning that I do, and I've done for the last 18 years now with clients, is that I've just seen all the horror stories, the pitfalls. And if we don't have the, you know, for most people, a will, a financial power of attorney, a health care directive. And if we don't have a plan for how, when something happens to us, how, what are the tax implications of our money passing to our beneficiaries? I see examples all the time of people leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table if they just had a plan for it that was better, doing the best they could. And I really think that's what everybody wants to do. I've not had a person yet say, I don't want to do the best I can. Yeah, right. the problem is nobody likes to talk about their own debt. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's not fun to talk about. Yeah. But but you brought up another interesting thing early in the um, in the conversation when we were doing the intro coming in, and this goes back to the long term care piece and even this, this this estate planning piece. Yeah. Sometimes the thing to think through is I might not care about it for myself because I'm just me, but but. Uh, Let's let's get beyond that and think about what does that what situation does that leave my spouse in or my kids oh, yeah. if I don't address these things and sometimes that will help get the momentum to get these things set up. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, one more, one more. And we can we can wrap up this this five five essential pieces. This is kind of these five pieces. These are a process that I go through that I realize that if we don't address and have a plan for each of these areas. And we don't have a complete strategy. No. And 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 so this one's interesting. And this one this one really fascinates me. And it, this is the non-financial aspects of a successful retirement. And that's things that really people don't talk about. They're not talking about um, 
spending some time, having some questions on what does a exciting, fulfilling, meaningful retirement look like to you specifically, and making sure we're building these finance, this financial plan to move toward that. Yeah, um, the whole point in building yeah. the finances is to have a plan of what you really want to do and spend your time on retirement. And you're not retiring from life. You're just retiring from your job. And if you can build that financial security, then you have that great freedom to do what you want. And hopefully it isn't just sitting around on the with a fishing pole or, or playing golf every day. Right. Yeah, and, and I think that's the... The the part that's not talked about, and this is where I believe my industry has failed the consumer, is we need to redefine the definition of a successful retirement. I think for the most part it's been to the dollars and cents add up, yeah. and but what's not talked about near enough is there are spikes in depression, spikes in suicide, even alcoholism, divorce. There's a dark yeah. side to retirement, and a lot of that is – when you're suddenly exposed to your wife all day, every day, I can see why sometimes that leads to divorce. Uh, well, yeah, I've got a. It also story can lead there. to the best years of your life if you haven't planned right and know what you want to right. do. If right. You want to do. Some honest conversation and figuring out, hey, what are your expectations and ideas, and what are mine? Then maybe we can come up with a plan for that. Yeah. But, but that brought me. That did remind me of a funny conversation I was meeting with a couple I worked with in Houston. Um, this was last year. Yeah. And we were we were out to dinner celebrating this guy's retirement, and he during he told me, "Hey, Bo, I should have retired two years ago. This has been amazing. I love it. It's just it's just fascinating. I'm just so happy." And then on the way out to the parking lot, his wife pulled me aside and said, "Bo, you got to get Jim a job, find him a hobby. You got to do something because he's driving me crazy." <laughs> it, and either I laugh and tell that story, but there's a little truth to that. It's a different scenario when you're home all the time together. Well, what is but, the, you've got a what is the scary side of retirement that no one wants to talk about, and how do you suggest that our listeners approach that uh, scary part? I know yeah. uh, we've sort of been talking around that issue all along uh, on scary things, but uh, what did you have in mind when you talked about the scary part of retirement? Yeah, yeah, I refer to it as that scary or that dark side of retirement. That you know, I think if we think about what me, the media sells us. Yeah. Um, it's that it's that beautiful white-haired couple on their yacht with not a care in the world, and that's just not what real life is like. Right? It, there's some real stuff going on. Now, I hope you have some great experiences, but uh, so so I think how we address that and what I found. It, let, me, let me start with another story. This was this was not long ago. I was sitting down with a Delta pilot, 65 years old. They make you retire. Yeah. And this guy that was just a very happy, um, fulfilled person love life was coming to me telling me he's been he's been dealing with severe clinical depression hmm. and the problem was is that once he stopped working um basically he lost his identity he said i can remember walking down the terminal at hartsfield airport and it was when i was in my uniform as out of respect people would kind of part out of the way yeah. and it felt so good and when i lost that job and i was no longer a pilot i lost part of who i was so the reason I tell that story, I see that happen in different ways in corporate roles and, and even even other things. But uh, I think a big thing that we could do is not just transition to the retirement financial pieces we talked about yeah. when we're leading up to retirement. Let's start planning out who am I, what does it look like, and start experimenting so we so we start really planning that first year. I had a principal, similar story, 
Sure. So our, we spent a year together working on her first semester of retirement just so she wasn't terrified of being lonely, not knowing what to do, losing her routine. Now, don't get me wrong. She was done with teaching. She was She's had her fill of that, but she was yeah. terrified of those things. So I think... I think the part of that is 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 let's let's start planning a first year. Let's start thinking about am I going to be a bit? Am I going to start a business? Am I going to write a book and be an author? Am I going to volunteer? Yeah, I, I was fascinated in your book, The Rich Life. Uh, you label each chapter as an investment, but it's not right. like the typical financial investment. It's uh, an investment uh, that will lead to the rich life and the kind of life that you're looking. More. You might tell us a little bit more about the definition. How would you define the rich life as opposed to just accumulating more assets? Right, right. So the the rich life: ten investments for true wealth. That was the first book I ever wrote, and yeah. it today, till today, it still remains my favorite because it's a philosophy. Right? It's what what it really. As a young man, I was only twenty three years old when I started in this business, yeah. and um, I was listening to people um, much older than me. Much wiser than me, especially. I'm I'm getting closer to those those people's ages now. <laughs> but, <laughs> You're getting more on, wise, or you just getting older? Right, right. <laughs> As we go, and I've had literally had thousands of these conversations at this yeah. point. But uh, there was a disconnect between again what the world told us and what the world sells us, and what a lot of people will say is the definition of success and wealth and being rich. And I realized the people that um, that are truly happy. Uh, yes, yes. There's a, a crucial, important component of having your finances and your strategy that we talked about. That is one of the core components. We can't. It's pretty miserable when you're stressed all the time about paying the bills. I, I, yeah, you know, we've we got to sure. get that right. But a lot of the things that people were telling me were priceless, and these are where the investments for true wealth came in. Yeah. Were um, having more time with the people they care about the most, and intentionally making that a part of your plan. You know how? Yeah, that, um, that's. Certainly yeah. wealth, although a lot of people wouldn't consider it that. But having that opportunity to share things with your loved ones and to share time together. Right. Right. And that's the um I can't tell you how many people once they lost someone important to them said, I wish I just would have thought to to have spent more time with them while they were here. Or if I could have one more day with them. So that that's part of the deal is let's intentionally plan on that. If if these are my five most important people, I'm going to put them in the calendar. I'm going to make it very intentional because we all know at this point we can snap our fingers and five, ten years has gone by. Yeah, you, uh, you warn us of potential thieves of our wealth between now and the intended date of our retirement or even after we retire. Uh, I understand that not all of these thieves are human burglars and fraudsters. Can you right. please identify uh, for us, some of the other potential thieves we need to look out for and make plans to combat. Yeah, I think the five thieves that that was a that was actually a chapter in the book that actually it, it spun out to a small book just that chapter at one oh. point. Uh, but but yeah, the five thieves were things, and and that goes back more to the the areas of the strategy that were financial. Is just when we don't address thieves like um, one of them is inflation. When we don't address yeah. that. You can see it steals somebody's retirement because they get 15, 20 years into it, and now they don't have enough money to pay the bills. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, yeah you got you got things like um, fees, unknowingly paying higher fees than you would have to, to to reach your goal. And, again, that could rob you and your family out of money that you could have to use and spend. And then, of course, uh, there could be a financial emergency or, uh, for that matter, uh, you know, need for uh, long-term care. 
Right. Really That's it. Long- away your <laughs> retirement. Yeah, that long-term care without a, a contingency plan, that event yeah. can wipe a family out of their retirement savings yeah. in a year or two. Seen it happen. Uh, premature death. What happens? What happens when when one spouse um, in a couple? If we're talking about a couple, when when a spouse dies, what uh, a lot of things that it makes sense that the income drops. Whether it's drawing Social Security, whether you're still working, income typically drops. But the double whammy that most people miss when somebody dies, not only does the income drop, taxes go up yeah. because you go from the highest bracket of married jointly to single. Your standard deductions cut in half, so we've got yeah. to. I think the key is to know those things and model those things and have a plan for them. Uh, I think most people are very reactive and that they don't address it till it gets there. And sometimes that's not a great plan because we we our options are limited and we just don't know um, how we're going to navigate it. And sometimes when you're in a desperate situation, you just don't have as good of options. Yeah, I'd never thought about that tax, but that's a, mm-hmm. a real frightening thought that you're now. Single, you don't have that married uh, deduction, and uh, that can really hit you there. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That, so let's that's talk a, a bit one. about your uh, your favorite book, the 2015 book, The Rich Life: Ten Investments for True Wealth. In your book, you rightly inform that true wealth, the rich life before and after retirement, is not simply about accumulating assets and making more money. Can you please give us your definition of the rich life? Uh, absolutely. So here's what's here's what's interesting about this question that I love the way you ask it is that why the rich life as a philosophy works is because I can't tell you what it is, meaning my definition of a rich life, which means a meaningful meaningful, fulfilling life, is gonna be very different from yours or any of ten people I talked to this week. And um but we can we can start getting clear on how do we start figuring that out? And it's having some, it's it's what you know, we can go through a process and think of what is it that makes me happy? Who are the people I care about the most? And 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 start really putting together what are the things I'd want to do? Where would I want to do them? And really starting to think through those things. A lot of people, when I ask, what's that plan in retirement? They just don't know. Yeah. They they haven't really thought through it, or they're going to address it when they get there. <laughs> and if and if you're not careful, that window of some of those dark side of retirement things could creep in. Yeah, so, so yeah, many people that, are concentrating on plugging along, getting through each day at a time, that they don't really pay attention to what they're. They keep talking about retirement and how great it'll be, but they don't really take the time to plan it out, either financially or equally important, what they really want to do with their lives. Yeah. And I think the key is to change our definition of retirement success from just purely money to one of retirement satisfaction, right? Yeah. What what makes me feel satisfied, fulfilled, and happy in retirement? Lo and behold, be happy in retirement. Isn't that a novel concept? But it's what, <laughs> Alfred what E. Want. Newman, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, so I think, and, and we go to the 10 investments. We talked about relationships, intentionally building a point, that into your retirement plan. Another one that always fascinated me was me, uh, memorable experiences. Yeah, Meaning that's another like thing that. people would tell me were priceless were their memories. And the longer they told them and the more they told them, the more valuable they came. And you plan and, out the experiences so that you'll yeah. have them rather than just waiting for something exciting to happen sitting on the porch. <laughs> That's right. Or um, not using the excuse of, well, we, I can't I can't go to Paris with my spouse, so we'll just not do it. Yeah. Take her to the park, you know, <laughs> by the lake. 
you you can do it where you are yeah. uh, because if, if we're all honest, we think back to our parents or significant others. Some of our greatest memories weren't extravagant gifts or trips. They were they were normal things, and a lot of it just involved time together. So we can plan true. that. Well, you know? one, and your book offers ten investments and one master principle, as you call it, to raise your mm-hmm. financial IQ and get back on track. Uh, including a blueprint for true wealth. What is that one master principle you talk about? Yeah, the master principle, I was taught this by a wise teacher uh, decades ago, um, and it's this concept of hard easy. And the concept of hard easy is that when there's something we want or something we're moving towards, whether it's a life, whether it's a goal, it, it simply states that when we're willing to do the hard things first, it ensures that things will be easier in the future. Oh. And the, the problem the problem with that is that most of us here in America, we love to do the easy thing now, but unknowingly we're putting it in a situation to where it, it's going to be harder on us in the future. So whether okay. it's putting that retirement strategy in place, if I raise my hand and said I don't have one, okay, did I set an appointment to work on that? Whether it's I would like to improve my health or my relationships, did I, did I put a plan into place that I block out some time every month to have, have a, a meeting with a, f- a significant friend or something like that. So I think that's the key is, is learning to do the hard things now to have a successful life in the yeah. future versus the, that's very proactive, a proactive yeah. life yeah. and kind of a life by design is a way we like to say it. And what I thought was really great about your book, each chapter, each of the investments, uh, which are a chapter each, include action steps. It's so important that people don't just read through a book. They sit down and and do some thinking as they go along. And uh, uh, give us, like, uh, an action step for investment number three, view life as a school. What would be Uh an action step you include on that? So, yeah, so so it's important. You're right. If we we could read something and then just move on to the next book or the next chapter, and it might be a good idea, but it's when we put action to it, it can actually be beneficial, right? So so life as a school is an interesting concept, and basically the, the gist of that is is that um, as we go through life, the things we've been through, good or bad, there's all there's always valuable lessons there. Yeah. And we all have we've all been through a different path and have so I call it a different curriculum. We each had our own unique curriculum designed to move us towards where we want to to be or who who we need to be. Yeah. And one of the exercises for life school is to, instead of just thinking about and focusing on hard things and problems, is kind of flipping that script and asking, what were the lessons I learned there that I can use moving forward to be more powerful and, and have better results? So it's just it's just different ways. All those action exercises are just different ways to think through things to give us that clearer picture of what is my definition of a rich, fulfilling, meaningful life. Yeah, and what went right today and uh, express gratitude toward it and identify right. what went wrong. And at those things that went wrong, instead of blaming someone else, look closely at the problem and uh, what you, uh, figure out what you might do next time to do better. I like that. Uh, I think those are in the action steps for that right. uh, particular. Uh, well, give us your website address where folks can learn more about you, listen to your podcasts, and download a free chapter of your book. Uh, where do they go for that? Yes, to download a free chapter of the book, go to bohenderson.com. That's B-E-A-U Henderson with S-O-N, H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N.com. There's a chapter of the book, and you can read more about the book there. 
If you'd like to plug into the podcast, the retirement resource, um, that's going to be at richlifeadvisors.com. And, oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah, the, two the, good websites to go to then. Right, and and we can. Um, I tell you what, if anybody goes to either website and just puts the name of this show in the comments, the first any, anybody that does that, I'll have five copies of the Ten Investments Reserved to send to you absolutely free for listening to the show. Oh, that sounds great. Yep, yep, absolutely. No, that would be fun. And then the, um, I think that's that's really. Um, as, as we talk about this, I think that's really just, I think it's a, to me there's a movement that needs to be had to raise awareness of this new model of retirement planning that needs to include not only holistically the financial components, but we need to start having more and more of those conversations, which I consider retirement coaching conversations, to make sure we're moving towards that satisfying retirement. You know, one of your investments is to build a rich life team and that mm-hmm. sounds good, but uh, do you you have a firm, the Rich Life Advisors? Uh, you put together uh, a team of in, uh, interacting quality professionals. Do you offer advice to clients all across the U.S. so that, say, if I was a listener, I could uh, go on your website and get access to all these experts in different areas? How would I do that? Is that something that uh, your firm offers? Because yeah. it certainly sounds like a valuable service. Yes, yeah, so so there's there's really two components. There's there's more of the retirement coaching, and um, and then there's there's the retirement planning, which is more the financial component of that. Yeah. Um, retirement coaching. Anybody that has questions, concerns, um, thoughts with that, send a message, and and we'll reply. Either we'll reply directly, we'll reply in a, a podcast and, and tag you so that we get this answered. Um, we're, we're always answering questions like that. There's a handful of states where I work with clients individually for the retirement planning, but if that's of interest, um, you can let me know, too, that, hey, I would like that this idea, this this retirement coach advisor model with this holistic plan, I like that. And if it's not a state I work in, I do I do work with, with a network that I could find somebody trained the same way. And and here's, here's my goal and my hope is that 10 years from now that this model – are you telling me, hey, Bill, I work with a retirement coach is just as normal as you tell me, hey, I work out with a trainer at the gym. Well, I great. think it's the way the consumer is demanding we, we go. Well, to close today's program, I'd like to quote a couple of great quotes from the forward to your Bo Henderson's book, The Rich Life, Ten Investments for True Wealth. And the quote, Bo, is every person's dream. He gives us the everyday, ordinary person someone to turn to for advice, someone who truly is looking out for us. And a second quote, his philosophy for living the rich life is genius and appropriate for anyone willing to balance making money, enjoying life, and honoring your purpose. And I highly recommend you go to Bo's website, bohenderson.com or uh, richlife.com is another alternative. And thanks a million, Buck, for joining us, and best of success in all that you do. It's certainly wise to plan all aspects of retirement, not just the finances, but what you really want to do with the rest of your life, because there's no greater freedom than to have all the money you need in order to live the quality life through your golden years. And thanks so much, Bo, for joining us. Bye for now. Thanks a lot. Had a blast. 
Well, my, my guest, Bo Henderson, has given an excellent presentation on the importance of planning all aspects of retirement as soon as possible, not just finances, but also how you plan to spend your free time that was formerly dedicated to your career. It's like, like, like envisioning the next stage of your career, except if you're prepared financially. And uh, Bo has given you some, some suggestions on that. In retirement, you won't be constrained by the need to earn a living. And that's truly a great situation to be in. But before we go, I want to touch on, upon one of Bo Henderson's 10 investments he talks about in his book, For True Wealth, Investment Number 8, Build Your Rich Life Team. And that's a team that includes a top-notch attorney, tax accountant, financial advisor, and real estate expert. Maybe not all four, but certainly at least three of them. And a crucial member of that team is a genuinely qualified fee-based financial advisor with a track record you can count on, and uh, you want to be sure that his whole interest in, is in you and not in his own commission. Uh, to emphasize the point, I'm going to tell you an unfortunate loss my wife Gloria and I suffered a few years back. Of course, the greatest loss was when our daughter Kristen died in a tragic crash of her banner airplane on the last day of 2006, which she left us with a generous legacy of approximately $400,000. At the time, Gloria and I were working with the so-called personal financial advisor who uh, had a very fancy office in all the trappings of success, and he purportedly worked with a number of well-heeled clients to uh, build and protect their retirement portfolios. But in fact, as we subsequently learned, he was primarily a commissioned salesperson for a few life insurance and annuity companies. And that's a no-no. At the time, I was several years away from retirement, and we wanted some growth along with protection against the major recession. For the growth, we put approximately $100,000 into a Goldman Sachs managed stock fund with a fairly high risk. And for protection along with modest growth, I intended to put the remaining $300,000 into an indexed fixed annuity, a neat product that promises to provide a modest income uh, growth along with protection of principal. And the advisor recommended an annuity that seemed to fit the bill. It was an annuity that guaranteed a minimum 6% annual uh, increase in assets. And that was pretty darn good for that time. Uh, it sounded great, but what the advisor failed to tell me, or maybe I simply wasn't paying enough attention, I had to die in order to receive the guaranteed 6% annual return. In fact, the product uh, my advisor talked us into was a uh, variable annuity uh, where my wife and I assumed full risk for a down stock market. And guess what? About then, the stock market uh, crashed. It suffered the uh, severe market correction of 2008. And as a result, the $400,000 inheritance from our daughter had dipped to around 300000 a 25% decline in value. And part of that was uh, from the growth fund with Goldman Sachs. And that we accepted because we had been willing to put uh, one-fourth of our inheritance at risk. 
The major decline in our annuity, however, was not accepted. The bottom line, if our financial advisor really had been paying attention, knew our financial objectives and our risk tolerance, he would have warned us continually against putting the entire $400,000 at risk in a uh, 300000 of it in a volatile variable annuity. The good news, in 2008, I was not ready to retire, and we had other assets that were not at risk with this advisor. But had we been ready to retire, and had this been our entire retirement nest egg, timing and quality of our retirement would have been severely impacted. Bottom line, Gloria and I fired this advisor and have not done any business with him since. We sold the depleted annuity with a nice tax loss carry forward uh, for taxes and placed our funds elsewhere. And over the subsequent 11 years, we've had more than enough time to recoup our losses. But let this be a lesson to you. Uh, you need a qualified and diversified team of advisors to help ensure that you find true wealth and rich life in retirement. Because if we'd been re- ready to recover, uh, retire, I should say, back in 2008, we would have uh, decreased our value of retirement assets by a fourth. And that's not a good thing to do. And uh, also, one further suggestion, you must fully understand what your advisor proposing you get into you understand potential reward uh, and whether the proposed investment fits your stage of life, anticipated date of your retirement, and just how large the potential gap between now and then that you're attempting to fill. And perhaps most important, please ensure that you don't have to be dead to receive the promised return. That was my bad. And that's our program for today. Don't forget my book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, by Roy C. Richards. You'll find it on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And my book contains a whole section on transition to retirement, along with a whole bunch of other uh, information on moving from where you are today to where you'd like to be tomorrow. And tune in again, again next week for more reasons why middle age can be your best age and how you can help ensure that indeed it is. Bye for now. Talk to you again next week. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com. 